I am Krampus, this is Sam, that's Jason, you're listening to Fall Down Radio. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. If you're not at the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, you're not welcome here. In the middle of the night, the ghost tried to talk to me. It's interdimensional, so we are living in a multidimensional environment. He's bending down, doing something. He says he sees a shadow. He turns around, and there's nobody there. I want you to tell me whether you remember what happened to you when you died. I went blind then. I had an average. And I fell asleep. And I died in a chair in the corner downstairs. How can we kill you, God? By God. Well, welcome back to the podcast. We are joined with a special guest tonight. You're actually going to become a regular on the show. Like anytime Marcus doesn't show up and listen to call Wheezy, <laughs> he'll be on the show. But um, His radio voice came on so freaking fast. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Baker, that. It's just out of nowhere. Aaron Baker and Marcus is back on the podcast, and we already talked yesterday about how we took like. We could, it was like we were forced to take the whole freaking month off due to all the crap we went through. I don't know. I didn't hear the podcast. COVID. <laughs> yeah, we didn't put it out yet. <laughs> COVID messed everything up. But tonight, we are actually talking about a really cool subject, and this gets along the lines with... Now, we were just basically trying to save Halloween. Mm-hmm. Is we launched... We, we tried to been, we Well, starting last year, we've been trying to launch like a Halloween series, and we did well last year. Got a lot of listeners last year. It was year. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we wanted to do another one this year. But um, due to coronavirus and all the crap, it just sucked. Yeah. And um, but Marcus is back. I'm back, and you're here. <laughs> totally here. And today we are talking about the murders at Lake Bodom, mm-hmm. and this has to do a lot with um the origins of Jason, right? Yeah. Like that literally spawned Friday the Thirteenth, right? Or the um the inspiration for it, right? Yeah. And this is now to um. This is basically one of the top picks for our um, our schedule for Halloween. Yeah, is Marcus really wanted to do this? We're actually jump. We wanted to jump into more than one horror icon, but I think as time goes on after this podcast, we'll just jump into more and more until we get to Thanksgiving, and then we are launching a totally cool uh, Christmas series as well, getting into lore, Christmas, Christmas lore, nice. Christmas lore, yeah. Which I think is pretty cool. Now, that being said, who's going to start us off? Let's have Marcus go ahead and do it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> did you guys even research anything? <laughs> no, I got... Well, no. I know he didn't. <laughs> I did. You did? <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I got the gist of everything, but yeah. So here we go, Marcus. Let's, let's, meet him let's, at a meeting. Let's CC down. Yeah, we had a meeting. <laughs> he had a meeting. We had him. a meeting, and we just gave me a little rundown. But <laughs> like really quick, just trying to find everything. Yeah. Hurry. <laughs> it's like this happened, this happened, and that happened. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, all but that's about it. Oh, all together. Yeah, I basically <laughs> read the freaking the back of the book. <laughs> the back cover. of the book. I just read the the cover. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so where do we want to start? With me here. Well, yeah. let's yeah, let's start with how it all happened, and then we'll get into it's a warm day in Finland <laughs> <laughs> and some of how what they took away for the movie. Yeah. 
four well, teenagers. Know, when we first grow started up. this whole deal, like we, you know, thought about doing like horror icons and the real stories behind them, mm-hmm. like how that what inspired them, and like Jason has always been like what one of the top like iconic horror characters. Right. The hell are you looking at? I'm trying to look at your mic. It's <laughs> creeping me out. I was like, what is over? There? <laughs> Like, you can't thing. hear me? No? I don't know. It just doesn't look like you're coming up on there, bro. I but... know. That's, I was looking at that. You look loud as hell. I know. I don't know. Turn yeah. your gain up a little bit. No, you didn't put it all the way to the right like you told us to. Oh, who, me? Well, hold on. Right. There. There okay. you go. <laughs> at least we fixed well, it now. Got loud. <laughs> did it get louder? Yeah, yeah. I did. Mine looks there you go. All right, so whatever Marcus just said, you guys, so I'm not anyway, editing that audio. I'm just letting you hear run. me. <laughs> it's probably real quiet. But like Jason has like always been one of the most iconic horror icons mm-hmm. there is out there. Like if you ask anybody, you know, like what's the top horror icons? Of course, Michael they, Myers. Yeah, Michael right. Myers, Jason, um, Leatherface. You know, people like that. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Why you guys? You guys are like you're making me. After all the terrible shit that happened last night. All the way to the right. Is it on the right? All the way to the oh right. Oh god, I can't. We're still, yeah. we're still doing this. <laughs> there you go. Try it now. Say hello. Hello. There you go. That's hello. <laughs> trying to like get into this and like staggering, still trying <laughs> to get hell. everything ready. <laughs> we're like so freaking traumatized at our past failures in the podcast. Well, like, we're the past like watching two. everything. Like you were saying, the last one was kind of a nightmare, and the yeah. one before, what, The Ghost of the Living? Yeah, that was a nightmare. It was an hour and a half of just staggering through yeah. the whole And thing. then last night, we didn't even do this podcast. Yeah, yeah last night, we couldn't even get to it. <laughs> we're all traumatized. Just like, no, we're, we're going home. <laughs> that tomorrow. was me. That was my, I called it. I was like, I'm tapping out. You guys can do it. I know. I gotta work. I'm sitting here all bummed out, like, playing <laughs> myself. Just it's hit so the camera close. on. I know. I'm Zidali right. Nick, and, uh, <laughs> and this is not Fallen Hour. And I'm about to pull a rabbit out of my ass. <laughs> so, so anyway. Uh, <laughs> Get going, Mark. Anyway, okay. The children of Bodom Lake. All right. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was actually watching, um, I was watching, I was flipping through channels, and I saw just a glimpse of Jason, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, I stopped and I started watching it. And I saw it was actually a documentary. And that is when I actually found out, like, this is actually based on a true story. I always kind of thought, like, maybe it was inspired by something that right. happened, but I never actually knew the story. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, dude, we got to do this, like, for you know, Halloween. That's kind of what spawned the whole idea. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do these horror icons. But what, uh, what, it came, what it came from was the murders at Lake Bodum. And I know Cedal doesn't know about that because he made that very clear today. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you guys know about this? <laughs> but um, anyway, <laughs> what it was was a uh, a murder that happened in 1960 in Finland. Yeah, in the 60s. In, in the 60s in Finland. Finland. Um, a couple campers, you know, a couple teenagers go camping at uh, Lake Bodum in Finland. Yeah, it was like two couples. Yeah, two couples go camping in uh, Lake Bodum and... Three of them were murdered, but one survived. Right, and this is the Finland's most famous murder. Yeah, Finland's most famous murder. Yeah, yeah it's still an unsolved case. Too. Right, mm-hmm. it's kind of unsolved, but they kind of know who did it. It's just horrible. Right. Like they there's only like horribly. three suspects. Yeah, four, right. four suspects four? that I know of. Yeah, about four suspects. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right. 
<laughs> but anyway, the story the story goes that uh, you know these kids, you know they got some drinks and stuff, and they went to go camping at Lake Bodum, and some jogger found them. You know the next right. morning, um, they found uh, he came running by, and he found you know just this massacre. You know three people laying dead and one of them was was the only one that lived and he was unconscious yeah he was unconscious and actually uh wheezy told me that there was uh two guys and two girls like a couple's thing right yeah yep there was uh mila nils anya and seppo now mila and nils they're they're the they're a couple couple. and uh anya and seppo they were the other couple Mm -hmm. now nils he was the only one that survived and they kind of started speculating that maybe he did the murder because his, um, you know, his, uh, his shoes were found like yeah, a mile away. His, yeah. His shoes were found like a mile away. Yeah. Um, like just like a lot of weird things. Like he, he was, he survived and his, um, his injuries weren't even as bad as theirs. Like he had a broken jaw, mm-hmm. but that was, that was about it. Oh, strange. And the other ones were brutally murdered. Like they were, basically beaten Beaten. with Mm -hmm. uh they said like a a blunt object and then stabbed and then stabbed (laughs) multiple times wow and just in case that didn't hurt enough let's stab you (laughs) yeah and his girlfriend actually got the worst of it she was stabbed i don't know how many times and they said that she was stabbed even after she was dead like multiple times like he just somebody just went ham on this chick yeah they say usually <laughs> when um someone murders somebody if they use anything besides a gun and they use something um little more physical like a knife or something that it's usually someone you know yeah personal right and now, especially when they stab it, you in the stomach it, it had to be someone they known mm-hmm. because where <clears throat> the murder took place where they were camped you can't even see the spot from the road the trail that goes around this this lake. Oh right, it is out is behind the trees and it's like a ways down. It's a good drop down. You you won't even be able to see where they're camping mm-hmm. unless you actually really came close to it, like went off the trail. And so they're kind of figuring maybe it was somebody that they knew. Right. Yeah. What yeah. um did they did they um detail of where these stab wounds were on their bodies or anything like that? It was just all over the place. Yeah. Apparently. Wow. Him, it, he, from he, what I was reading, not only did he stab him, but he started stabbing him and beating him through their tent. Yeah. Whoa. They were asleep in the tent and just started going through the tent and just was randomly hitting people. Wow. Yeah. Until he got through. Well, that's insane. But the girl, um, Niels' girlfriend, was on top of the tent and she had nothing on below her waist. She was basically just probably like a shirt on or something and then naked from the waist down mm-hmm. and she got the worst of it. Wow. Strange. She was laying on top of the tent and he was laying kind Next of her. across her. Yeah. yeah. On top of her. Niels was the only one that survived when they found him, when they found when him, they found him. Yeah. Interesting. And it was a, a, some carpenter. He was just jogging that morning around like, I think 11 o'clock and he, uh, yeah, he found them, but the, the murder, uh, supposedly happened between four and six. Because uh, there was a couple, um, I think, bird watchers. The fishermen is what yeah. I heard. You heard of fishermen? Yeah. Oh, I, everything that I read, they, there was a, they, it was two um, bird watchers. They said that they, they saw a collapsed tent, and they, and they saw somebody blonde walking away from it. 
And wow. they said they, they thought they saw someone laying on the tent, but they didn't really think anything of it mm-hmm. until this jogger found him. Wow. But yeah, that's that's what I ended up finding. A blonde male or female? Male. male. And that was him. Which is everybody in Finland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But anyway, I want to kind of get into detail here. We'll, uh, okay, we'll go through some of the suspects. Um, the first suspect that I found, his name was uh, Vladimir Gilstrom, <clears throat> yeah. I think is how you pronounce his name. But he was a like a kiosk keeper. Like he owned a kiosk and he they said he was just kind of um just a really violent person in general. Yeah, I heard he like threw rocks at kids and shit. Yeah, like he'd throw rocks at kids and stuff that like, you know, people that were camping there, he would throw rocks at them and, oh, and yell at them and chase them off. Even people on his street were So he, he was known to be in the area anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. He was always he's always like that, just very violent. That's that's what they said. They just mm-hmm. said he was like a very violent person and basically just hated everybody. Wow. So he was like, you know, he was a suspect. And um, Hans Assman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, this uh, Vladimir, this Vladimir guy, he um, he he became a suspect and they went and searched his his um, house and they didn't find anything. But they found a whale that he had there and he just basically filled, filled it, it concrete. up. Yeah, filled it up with dirt and concrete. Okay, but there was nobody missing from the site, right? No. No. No, they were all there. It was just, uh, they had some things stolen, like the wallet. Their wallets were stolen, and the keys to their motorcycle was stolen, but the motorcycle never left. Hmm. And then uh, Neil's shoes got taken. Yeah, Neil's shoes were missing, their wallets were missing, and Seppo's um, leather jacket, I think, was missing. Yeah, I heard some clothing. And the weird thing is, they found all these things, like not all these things, but some of these clothes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like 500, you know, um, what, 500 yards it away? It was like a, it was like a half a mile away. Like a half a mile away. And it was partially buried. Like somebody didn't take the time to try to hide these things. It was like somebody was in a rush. Oh, just right. Trying to like right. shove them somewhere and hide them really quick. Yeah. One of the things was Neil's shoes were a half a mile away Yeah, and they had already had blood on them. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is his blood weren't on these shoes. Everybody else's was. Everybody else's blood were on these shoes and it wasn't splattered. It was like wiped. Like maybe somebody had blood on their hands Mm -hmm. and went to take the shoes off and blood smeared all over them. Right. But no fingerprints. Wow. Yeah. And they're saying that, you know, they, they looked inside the shoes, you know, inspected the shoes. All the blood was on the outside. There was nothing on the inside. So they figured, you know, the killer must have been wearing these shoes when he killed these people. And I don't know how they came up with this, but they were thinking maybe the killer put his shoes on, killed them, went and hid the shoes somewhere, and then <laughs> left them there to die. That's a strange Doesn't theory. that sound stupid? Like, my first thought would be this Neil's guy. Like right away, right? But I have I'm having trouble of um like how often were they at this lake? And these these people or yeah. people in general? Uh, them, them. I don't know, but like this is actually a very popular place, and like you know, there's campers and stuff there all the time. Right. So you know, there's people there. So do you think was there other campers in the area when this happened? Is uh, that yeah, why I they there was? Is that why they think that he buried this? Stuff? Actually, there was um they said that. You know, they were drinking, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, his story was that only him, um, Niels and Seppo were drinking and the girls didn't drink anything. And he was kind of, I don't know, looking for a fight, 
Niels was. Right. And I guess he kind of started a fight with some other campers nearby. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think anything really came of that. But then later on, you know, they ended up finding him. Because it's kind of odd that he would go and bury the stuff and then try to rush back to... Well, I like what I thought was maybe he <clears throat> maybe he did kill them, you know. Like mm-hmm. Maybe he, he tried, you know, killing these people and then realized like halfway down the road when he took off running, realized that he'd be the first suspect. You know, he was there with them. Why did he leave? Mm-hmm. You know, and he has, you know, blood all over his shoes and stuff. So maybe he tried to stage a robbery. Took the oh, wallets, to take took their some stuff. other stuff, went, stashed them. How far away? Stashed his shoes because there's evidence on them, mm-hmm. and then ran back and made it look like he was a victim also. So, I wonder what the blunt object was that he used. Because yeah, there was know. no weapons at the scene. Yeah. Well, there was a murder, like, um, I think a little before this, and it was, like, said that somebody died by knife wounds and a blunt object, so maybe he just took that idea and kind of said, like, oh, you know, this happened too, you know. But what did he do with the knife? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're, they even had, I guess there was, like, a military base somewhere close to here, mm-hmm. and they even had uh, people from the military and all that um, combing the area trying to find these um, murder Items. weapons and all that, and they couldn't even find them. They even combed the whole lake the water the surrounding areas everything and they couldn't find the murder weapons did they ever find his shoes did, was he without shoes or anything yeah he was barefoot when they found him laying by the other dead campers but his shoes were gone they were about half a mile away and it had all their blood on it but oh right yeah do you guys think you could fucking bludgeon yourself to where your jaw breaks <laughs> i mean it could have yeah, been some people were thinking oh maybe he hurt himself to make himself look like a victim but um i found out that um, he was kind of having, you know, um, problems with his friend Seppo. Like there was a thing going on between them because he was accusing his girlfriend and Seppo of messing around. So do you think that that happened that night that he found Seppo in her tent? That's what I was kind of, is thinking. that why Maybe her pants were gone? Maybe. Well, from what I see, they were all sharing one tent. Mm-hmm. It was strange. I see. Yeah. yeah. But he wasn't in the tent. So where was he this whole time when uh, this was going on? If it, if this maybe was going on, maybe he left. Like maybe something happened. Maybe they argued and he left, and he came back and found them doing right. something. Maybe that's why she had no, you know, no clothes on, mm-hmm. and that's and probably just why crazy. she got the worst of it. Maybe he like maybe he peeked in yeah. because maybe he thought him and his girlfriend were doing it and <laughs> doing didn't want it. to interrupt them, right? <laughs> Right, do you think that's happened? That's happening? <laughs> well, yeah, it's just funny the way you said that. Yeah, like maybe he did, maybe he caught them. Right. Right. And he maybe he thought that Sep or the other the Sepha was with his girlfriend. Yeah. And they were doing the dirty and he didn't want to interrupt them. Yeah. And, and then, then he just peeked in and then saw Sepho with his girlfriend. His girlfriend. Right. And then just went wild on him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a theory. Um another one is is maybe he confronted them and maybe they got into a scuffle. Maybe they did fight outside of the tent mm-hmm. and maybe um seppo broke his jaw right during this altercation maybe he broke his jaw maybe knocked and him then out. nils pulled the knife out and stabbed him or hit him with a rock first wow maybe he got up hit him with a rock knocked him out then killed the other two stabbed the hell out of them stabbed the hell out of the girl and then placed it to make it look like they were murdered and what? did you uh do you remember what why he said he had the injuries he said he was like trying to crawl out of the tent and he kicked him in the face or something like that. Oh, I can't remember. Was no, Seppo no. in the tent when they found him all? Yeah, everybody was in the tent except for Neil and his girlfriend. She was laying on top of the tent and he was laying across her. Oh, interesting. So basically like 
like my thought was maybe he, you know, he did, he killed them and he took off running in a panic trying to get away, you know, and realized, well, if they find out like, you know, he's not there, they'll arrest him, you know, and all this. And so maybe he tried to stage the whole thing, make it look like it was a, a random murder and robbery. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that scuffle went. Like if he was, if Seppo maybe knocked him outside, outside of the tent Mm -hmm. and then maybe he was knocked out or something. He went back inside of the tent. Closed and, that it, and that's happening. when he started bludgeoning. So you're thinking that Seppo knocked him out and then tried to get down with his girl and, <laughs> and no, he I caught think... him. Is that what you're saying? He was knocked out outside the tent while that was no, going on? No, I think on? that he was already getting down with his girl and then um, Niels caught them. Uh, Seppo comes out, maybe knocks him out because he, okay. he broke his jaw. Yeah. So it's possible that this dude got knocked out. Yeah. Left no, him laying outside. He, they said he, had a, he did have a concussion. Right. And maybe left him outside laying outside of the tent because this yeah. guy's knocked out. They're drinking. They're drunk. So maybe he's he's good. And he's done for. So he's yeah. left him outside and went back in the tent. Niels wakes up, finds an object to go to go wild in this tent with, and then does that. Goes then back. there would have to oh, be yeah. evidence, too. You'd think Seppo would have marks on his knuckles yeah. and stuff. For oh, right. But, and all the things I read was uh, they thought that Neil inflicted his own injuries because yeah but you think, can you else. can you break your own job right i was like that's I was like fucking thinking crazy. about that and that's why well i think he tried to stab himself or cut his leg because they said his injuries weren't even that bad it was like scratches right and they said oh he had like a big gash on his face but it was like a scratch and like seeing his pictures that that next day he looked fine he just had something wrapped around his head he was fine he could walk he could talk everything but he just had a broken jaw Wow. So that that was my my thought is he if, probably killed them. Yeah, if if he was to do that to himself, then if in case that he wasn't able to make the make his own injuries, mm-hmm. it's like how do you get the broken jaw? Yeah. And the one probably strong enough to break his jaw is inside of the tent. Yeah. So it's like did he drag him back into there? Was it evidence of him dragging a body or anything? You know what I mean? No, like the the way that police handled this whole thing, like it was just they well, they didn't, didn't have a, a whole very good bunch job. of experience. Yeah, it was like because all on experience doesn't really happen in Finland, right? Yeah, until the Germans got there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he, um, you know, this whole thing happened. Or no, it was the Russians, huh? <laughs> 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 but anyway, there was another um, suspect. His name was Hunt. You want to tell him the name? Hans I know you've been dying to say this. Hans Asman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Osman. It's but probably it's awesome. literally spelled ass it's spelled man. Ass man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. Anyway, he was an alleged KGB spy and former Nazi. Wow. Potential political ties reason for his dismissal because he was basically dismissed from this whole thing. Wow. Yeah, like he was. Um, he lived several com- kilometers from the Lake Bodum from the shore, and. uh yeah, hold on. I'm reading my notes here. It's kind of all over the place. <laughs> right. At least you're in the bedroom. We don't hear you. Yeah, and he was, a, he was a guard at Auschwitz. Yeah, that's right. He was a guard at Auschwitz. Wow. Yeah, you want to talk? Hold on. I've got to do something really quick. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh. Yeah. But uh, I think it was his wife or something like that that vouched for him being home. And so they didn't have anything. So he was the only one basically with a good alibi then. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Great alibi. Right, because when police come come and do that stuff, I mean... Well, the yeah. first dude, too, his wife vouched for him that he was home the whole time. And it's funny because that this, was this guy, guy... This was Hans. Yeah, Hans, um, he basically, um, what his wife said when she was dying 
was saying that uh, he forced her to say that he was at home in bed with her when this whole murder happened. Interesting. Right. But she later came out and said that uh, he forced her to lie. He threatened to kill her and that he wasn't there. Right. Was, it, then the other guy that threw the rocks at the kids, mm-hmm. he admitted to doing the murder. Yeah. And his wife said that he threw all that stuff in the thing, right? Or was that him admitting that? I can't remember. Oh, inside of his, <laughs> inside of his well? In his well. Yeah. Okay, so the him. first guy, he um, he was just kind of um, a really violent person, so they kind of suspected that he did it. Right. But he was kind of, yeah, kind of weird. Like they're wondering why he would fill up this well with concrete and dirt and everything, you know, and then he confessed to this murder, but they didn't believe him. And he later killed himself by drowning in, in the lake, in the lake. Whoa. Yeah. And this other guy, this Hans guy, he didn't, he commit suicide too. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think he did. No. And these guys and were all unrelated <laughs> to each other. What? They didn't have any relation to each other. Did they? No, none no. of the guys did. Interesting. No, he was, yeah, he was suspected, but, you know, everything, they just kind of looked the other way because they were thinking, like, his political ties were the reasons why he kind of got away with it. Interesting. If he, if he was the person. I wonder if his wife said anything about when he told him, told her not to say anything. Like, did he say it that night when he got home? Or did he say it only when the police started coming around? Maybe when they, the police started coming around. Right. Because he was probably off doing something. Uh, it yeah. doesn't really specify. He actually was in Germany during another murder. And on top of that, he supposedly killed somebody else. Like he had ties to like, like several other murders. Well, I if think. he's a spy, you got to think he's yeah. got to kill somebody. He's KGB <laughs> and he worked at Auschwitz. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy was not a good guy. No, he know, he knows his way around some murder. But he later <laughs> confessed saying that, oh yeah, you know, um, uh, there was this uh, murder that happened and he said it was an accident. He's like, yeah, we killed her, but it was an accident. We just had to stage it as a murder because of his uh, KGB spy duties. Interesting. So they had to like f- try to make it look like something else happened. Oh my god, this guy just to keep like, his cover. This guy's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I mean. The story is is nutty as hell, man. It's it's just crazy. So you got like this crazy, weird, violent guy that just hates everybody. Throws rocks at kids. <laughs> just like, he confesses to the murder. They don't believe mouth. him. He kills himself in the, in the lake. And then we have this other guy who's a KGB spy who kills all these other people, but he didn't kill these ones. <laughs> right. It's like... But yeah, his wife to, thinks he did. Yeah, like, but yeah, his I wife cover, thinks he did. I had to cover all this this up because my wife, my boss would have got mad at me or something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he he uh, said that, yeah, I, I did. I you know I did these other murders, but I didn't do this one. Wow. And my wife, uh, my wife's gonna vouch for me. <laughs> and he didn't. He never had any like justice brought to him at all for any, these other murders no. either, because he was political yeah. and like a spy. Probably had some dirt on some people. Wow. So yeah, but there was another suspect. Um, I, some of these are just shortened because I don't know how to pronounce the whole the name. names. But uh, just call him old Asman. Asman. Pente. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Pente. He was a maintenance man. And uh, he was actually 15 around the time of this murder, mm-hmm. around this um, these these kids getting murdered. And uh, when he was in prison, uh, when he was 24 years old, he came out and said, "Yeah, I killed those. You know, I killed those campers and stuff when I was 15 years old," and uh, confessed to it. But they didn't believe him. You know, he did like he had like several other horrible felonies and all this and that. But they're thinking he's just 
some psychopath and he just wanted all this glory and stuff. Right. Maybe he did do it though. You know, he's kind of small. He's 15. Maybe that's why he bludgeoned him while they're still in the tent first. Right. Cause he's, <laughs> he's too small. Yeah. Could be pulling a G thing and like sliced it open the tent first. And be like, well, what up? You know, <laughs> right. but he's had like, like no, no ties to these people. And they're saying like, you know, you'd, you'd have to know where they were, right. where they were camped. You'd have to know that they were there. Right. And, um, yeah, they, they, basically dismissed this whole thing, just said, no, we don't even believe you. He probably just wants this glory, you know, want to be known as some serial killer. And uh, on the anniversary of these murders, he hung himself in jail. Wow. Yeah, so this, yeah, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier, like all these suspects and stories. Just, they're all connected to this yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, they're all somehow, like, trying to confess to these, this murder, or they have alibis, but it's just like they all have these crazy background stories. And they, it's like it's like were, a game of Clue. Yeah, right. <laughs> it really is. <clears throat> it's like they were all doing something odd on that night. Yeah, it's like just a well, random that, band. That of Neil guy, he crazy. didn't even go to trial for it till like, in the 2000s, right? Yeah, 2004. 2004, wow. yeah. 2004, they finally came back and said, you know what? You're a suspect <laughs> after he was, like, gone for how long? And this happened like forty years later, and they yeah, arrested 44 him forty-four years later. Forty-four years later, they wow. arrested him too. So he had to wait in prison till his trial. Yeah, whoa! They arrested him, and he was in prison for a year. For a year, and yeah. they're saying you know, all this evidence coming forward, you know, um, it ties him to the murder. So I was like, I don't see how they couldn't see that in the very beginning. Like, right. it's, like when I read about it and everything, I was like, this is so obvious. It's this kid, man. Right. But he got away with it. And even like seeing his picture the next day, like when he's sitting, you know, in the hospital, he has a smile on his face. Whoa. Dude was just smiling. Did you see the picture though of like uh the description of who they said was in the tent? The blonde guy? Oh yeah. Like uh they had a sketch artist do like a description of him. Yeah. And then at one of the girls' <laughs> funerals later that week, they have a picture of a guy that looks exactly yeah, like the Yeah, there was the uh Hans. That was Hans. Was that Hans? Yeah, it was Hans. Wow. It was Hans. <laughs> I think somebody just, you know, just picked him out and said that. Right. I think it was it was Hans or it was Hans. They like chose him because he was the most um I want to say that was Hans. But yeah, anyway, they uh they come back and they arrest um Niels and say uh, we know you did it, you know, and he supposedly confessed to the police. And the reason why um, they arrested him was because he, I guess he got drunk and confessed to somebody saying, I I killed those kids when I was 18 years old. Wow. And told him the whole story and told him that there was a scuffle. He did get his jaw broke and then he killed them. Mm -hmm. So then this whole story kind of came together. So they arrest him. And then when he was in the interrogation room, he confessed saying he killed them. But when he went to trial, he just denied everything. Literally, like the next day, he just started denying and saying they're lying. Wow! Didn't have enough proof to right, where because were yeah, you? there's no proof. I don't. Him. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember. The only thing he'd say is, "I don't remember." Wow! Yeah, because there's like no proof of him actually yeah. confessing. Ever since he was 18, he I don't remember. That's that was his story. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Well, then how do you you know how do you not remember if you killed them? You know, like what if you did and you just don't remember it? No, that's not possible. I was knocked out or something. <laughs> He's like trying to make something up. <laughs> no, no. I'm pretty sure I was unconscious the whole yeah. time. What he said he did remember, though, is uh, I think he said he remembers getting dragged out of the tent and getting hit, and he turned around, and he just saw 
some guy walking toward him with glowing red eyes. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. And he told them this when he was hypnotized. They hypnotized him to try to get information out of him. Wow. And this that's the only thing he said. That's the only thing he can remember. Glowing red eyes. So for 44 years, he just kept the same story. I don't remember, but I remember some guy with red eyes. So then that's where this whole, you know, kind of um, urban legend started spawning. Yeah, good God, forget the freaking murders. Like, what if that's actually true? What if there's a freaking guy with red eyes walking around over there? Fucking come out of the lake and beat us senseless. <laughs> freaking Jason's my real. Girlfriend. Yeah. We were but... going to have a four-way that night. And got ruined. God. <laughs> The sixties, man, shit was crazy back then. Well, yeah, it was the sixties. Just get naked and feel around. (laughs) In the dark. (laughs) Oh my god, you're horrible. But anyway, he, um, you know, he. This is the only thing he remembered was uh, seeing some guy with red eyes, and then just getting his, excuse my language, but getting his shit rocked, and then. How do you end up back in the just tent? Just got then? scratched with the knife, but he didn't get stabbed. No, he was on top of the tent. Oh yeah, right! Oh, they the found tent. him on top of the tent. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of aligns with what he's saying, though. Well, I mean, he probably laid there and kind of thought this thing through for a few just hours. Just lay on these bodies and think so about this. When they find me, I'm right. just gonna tell them I don't remember. <laughs> Fucking murder all your friends and lay there with their corpses forever. God, I know. Like I was thinking about like how horrible that is like some egg game well they say usually too as well when someone murders um a loved one or someone close to them they a woman does stick around is they usually um cover them up but i don't know how that happened but they usually there's a lot of these telltale signs of like if it was someone close to them yeah a woman usually covers the face um i'm not sure what actually men do but um when it's something someone very close to them they usually use a knife and then especially if they have uh, stab wounds in their stomach then that's a, a huge telltale sign that it's personal. Right. Yeah. Well, she had stab wounds Everywhere. in her Everywhere. stomach. Yeah. Like multiple. And then they said she died, and then he still just kept stabbing the hell out of her. Wow. So that's what that's what like makes me believe maybe he was jealous. Maybe he did um, accuse them and just took it all out on her. Right. Stabbing the hell out of her. So that's that's that was my thought. You know, it's it's probably him. There's but anyway, um, he was in jail, you know, for a year, and then around I think he went to jail um, June was it June two thousand four? I, I don't remember the dates. But he uh, the trial started in August uh, two thousand five, and he was convicted and put in jail, and then in October he was acquitted. Wow. So he just spent a year in jail waiting. Because really, trial. he was good buddies with Hans Asman. <laughs> Hans pulled some strings for him and got him out of there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, he basically they were saying um, due to tampered evidence and you know just the way the case was handled and it was like just literally amateur hour. He ended up getting away with it. But so basically everybody there, even, you know, the courtroom and everything saying this guy's guilty, but we can't put him in jail. Right. There is basically saying we failed. Wow. We know he killed him, but there's nothing we can do about it and let him go free again. And so he's currently living in Finland. Free. Free. A free man. He actually built a cabin on Lake Bono. Yeah. Interesting. Right where the people died. And that's where he lives. Wow. 
No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe anything you're saying. <laughs> I didn't read nothing. I don't believe anything you guys tell me. And he said to walk around the grounds with a hockey mask. <laughs> but that... And you know, he did have story, red eyes. <laughs> that's kind of what really inspired, um, you know, Jason. You know, the first right. Friday the 13th was this thought of a, a faceless killer, you know. Nobody knows who it is, you know, just massacred these people. And you just, that's the, like the fear. Like you don't know who it is. It could be anybody. Right. And that's what kind of inspired the writers and stuff to make this movie. Right. Yeah. Like it's just, it is, it's a crazy story. And even the thought of some mon like demonic monster guy with red eyes killing these people and then just disappearing. Right. Cause he has, sketch. he does, um, they do eventually make him have like some sort of paranormal elements to him. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then he kinda... started out like, you know, it's, it's, like it is, it's like a like one of my favorite favorite characters, favorite right. movies. Like he can ask anybody, like you know, like oh, who was the killer in Friday the Thirteenth? Mm -hmm. You know, and they'd answer, Jason. Yeah, wrong. I knew you were gonna say that. No, it was wrong. It was Jason's mom actually that was the killer in Friday the Thirteenth. Oh really? Freaking! You call yourself horror lovers? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until the second one where he comes out of the yeah the second break. one. He comes out of the water at the very end in the first one. I'm not one. a Jason fan of Michael Myers. I, I love you. I like Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was like Myers whole thought, you know, was um, just this, you know, it could be anybody. And then mm -hmm. they make it like one of the most, um, like during that time, it was just Broadway actress and one of the most loved, like kind people out there. They're like, let's make her a killer. <laughs> right. And it was perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Dorothy Bates is that is that her name? Kathy Bates. Ka Kathy Bates. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love Kathy Bates. By the way, she's awesome. You're an idiot. <laughs> I looked this up, and it's going to be the wrong person. Yeah, wrong person. <laughs> What'd you put in? Kathy uh, Bates. Yeah, I can't remember her name. I would say Dorothy Bates. I don't know where that came from. Dorothy Bates. Type in Friday the Thirteenth. I did. Cast. Shit. Yeah, go ahead. Keep talking. Keep going. So, what do you think about this Wheezy? Like, um, are you satisfied? Betsy with... Palmer. That's Betsy who it is. Yeah, Betsy. Are you satisfied with, with um, how this all played out? Like, do you have your own suspects, or do you think that they they got it down? I think it was the black eyed children. <laughs> <laughs> got them. <one. laughs> I don't know. I think it might have been Neil. I think it is the original. Yeah, the one who was there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think it, I think it was him. He's fishy. It's like a lot. It's, the, like, I like the to other think ones it was are Hans Asman just because of the great name. <laughs> yes, for the name, <laughs> the yeah. Hans, the Asman murder. Even about the movies, you know, the Asman. The Asman murder. <laughs> like just, I mean, all the other suspects is too Scooby Doo. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like it's just too way over the top to be like that. That can't be true. That right. can't be real. <laughs> Pick a high-ranking officer. That guy did it. Yeah, it was a. It was a, actually it was the a, jogger. It was a KGB spy oh, from Auschwitz. Right? Just sounds so crazy. Why wasn't the jogger ever brought in for questioning? I don't know. Probably had an alibi. Right. Yeah. He's probably at the yeah, pub. He's out jogging. Right. He's out there fucking jogging some beers off. <laughs> what if all along it was the jogger? Yeah. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um. But yeah, that, I always thought that was kind of a you know crazy thing, you know, like these these horrible, actually horrible events spawn these like legendary movies. 
Right. So like that's why I really like like doing the subject. It's just kind of crazy to see like the whole history and backstory of it. I like right. to like know what inspired them and stuff. It's pretty cool. Horrible, but horrible, but cool. cool oh, that's about forty minutes, huh? Right. I don't know. Are they saying it's an hour? I don't know. An hour and forty minutes. I don't think we talked for an no, hour. No, I don't think minutes. we did either. No, probably forty minutes. A good forty right. minutes. Yeah. I was telling him like the um, that funny story with the uh, um, Betsy Palmer. She uh, was on her way home. I think she was doing Broadway, and she was on her way home. I think, and her car just crapped out on her and died on the side of the road. And she was just like, you know, the universe, please, just I need another car. You know, I just make a way. And two days later, they offered her this part for the movie. Oh, said, right. Hey, it's a thousand dollars a day. You'll, you know, ten days work, and you know, ten thousand dollars. You know, she was like, hey, whatever, send me the script. And she read the script, and she was like. This is crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the money though. She was like, I don't want to do this. This is literal, like literal shit. She thought the script was horrible, and she's she's like, yeah, whatever. Ten days work, I'll do it. And now she's like an icon too. Wow, that's freaking awesome. So is that all you guys have for um, these murders? For yeah. like Boda murders? Yeah. Yeah. Are you that's satisfied? Pretty much. I think that's pretty much where. Uh, Everything that uh, Aaron, you got to show the camera your De Niro. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he did it perfectly for Lethia last night. <laughs> you got to show Marcus. What? You got to see his De Niro face. He did. He did this weird. I can already look. tell he he can nail it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All he needed to do is put a fig mole what in his face and he just that? just. <laughs> 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 He was doing something like just something regular. Say Some say a little of... bit. What? Say a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of bodily function that just came up with this guy and he did that face. I was like, oh my god, you look like De Niro. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> De Niro over here. Did you ever do a De Niro, uh, De Niro impersonations? I was like, no. <laughs> so you got to start like tonight. I'm yeah. horrible with impersonations. <laughs> He was telling me he does um, what the No Sleep podcast, and they do a, a German accent. Is that what you said? No, it's a uh, it's a uh, time suck. Oh, time suck! And the guy always does a Russian accent for uh, right. Andre Chikatilo. Right. Oh, I finally checked that out. That yeah. time suck, and yeah. he has another one too, doesn't he? They they tell these scared stories. to death with his yeah. wife. He yeah. says he does. Shout he tries out to to Dan do, He tries to do the accent, and it just comes out. It comes out British. Okay? <laughs> it's like my favorite character that he does on there. I can't even name it. <laughs> Well, should we add the podcast here? Are you satisfied? Are you satisfied? Are you? I feel like I didn't do enough for this podcast. You just sat there good. and listened. Anyways, I hope you guys... I was going to say you just sat there and took it, but that sounded horrible. <laughs> yeah. so you just sat there and listened. I was asking all the questions the fans should be asking, and the police <laughs> should have asked. So right. what uh, What horror icon do you want to do next? Michael Myers. Michael Myers should be dope. Yeah, Michael Myers would be awesome. Michael Myers. And then if My there's... Favorite. What, I'm not sure. What, did, what actually inspired Michael Myers? I have no idea. But we can do. We can also do um, Leatherface. <laughs> and do. I thought I was reading something, but I couldn't remember if it was that or somebody. Leatherface else, was uh, Ed, Ed Gein, right? Yeah. yeah. But Maybe I know some, there's. We already um, did it. Ed yeah, Gein. we did an Ed Gein episode. Yeah. I know there was inspiration for um, Freddy Krueger. There was inspiration for um, Chucky. Yeah, all um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Even I found uh, My Bloody Valentine. Oh right, I oh, showed really? this guy, and I was like, I was like, well, I found it by accident. And he sent me the real, the real person. Yeah. I sent them the picture of the person. I was like, holy crap, dude, this is this is real, really? <laughs> right. So I hope that we did save Halloween, and I, 
I totally hope that this episode is out either on Halloween night or sometime by Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> It'll but um, out, it'll it'll be out the Monday after. <laughs> so is this going to be our Halloween special? So happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> is. is this our Halloween special? I don't know. Yeah. Let's if we can it. if we can save it and do something quickly, when I get this editing done, we'll do something. But if not, yeah. then yeah, you guys get this Halloween special. Special. Hey, Haku! <laughs> Freaking cats. These <laughs> cats over there eating his pizza. They never eat the pizza. They never touch it. Did he touch it or no? He was. He was eating it. I was watching him. Gosh, he, he damn it. it. Now I got to make so another bad. one. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you guys followed along, and I hope you guys are out there listening, especially on uh, podcasting platforms. And if you guys are out there listening on the podcasting platforms, make sure you visit us on Facebook at Fallen Hour, After Horizons on Fallen Hour, and you guys also have a YouTube channel as well, right? Yeah, we do, but there's only like one, one or two things on there. Right, that's at um, After Horizons, all caps, possibly. All caps. And we are planning on doing a weekly podcast and get back to it. And uh, we are hoping that we get started actually this week. And also, if you guys are looking for unreleased episodes, we are doing, we are starting to release episodes on patreon.com slash fallen hour. And for the next person who subscribes to the Patreon, you guys get a free poster. I'll post that uh, right now on the on the video. That being said, my name is Cedalinic. This is Wheezy. That there is, uh, I'll give you in. I'll say your name. <laughs> That's Marcus, and you're listening to Fallen Hour Radio. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. If you're not at the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, you're not welcome here. In the middle of the night, ghosts try to talk to me. It's interdimensional, so we are living in a multidimensional environment. He's bending down, doing something. He says he sees a shadow. He turns around, and there's nobody there. I want you to tell me whether you remember what happened to you when you died. I went blind then. I had an hemorrhage. And I fell asleep. And I died in the chair. In the corner downstairs. How can we kill you, bro? Fuck me, God.